All right, today, excited to have Moses Nickerson with us. He is the founder of North 7th, a very innovative prop tech company here in Greenville, actually. I'm Taylor Vick, and this is the Real Estate Fund Insider. We're pulling back the curtain on how to grow wealth and passive income through real estate investment funds. Moses, why don't you say a little bit about yourself? Let us know kind of your background and why you started North 7th and a little bit about the company. Sure. Um, So I've been a real estate broker and coach for a decade or more. And a couple of years ago, I chose to sell my brokerage and get out of coaching to kind of dive into more of the technology solutions side of real estate. I love to create things. So I got together with a partner, Matty Fisher and I. Uh, He was a director up in New York, and we started musing about how real estate could be better. And a lot of what we settled into is that there's a lot of fractured nature to the industry where like in any given real estate transaction, there might be on the light end, maybe 12 or 13 different people who touch it on the heavy end, maybe 20 or even more vendors that kind of revolve around just a normal person buying or selling a house. So we started to ask how you can make that better. Um, And one of the key ways we decided we could do that is by creating a marketplace that would deploy those vendors anywhere in the country, allowing real estate to kind of stay local, local service providers, but give a lot of the um, technological components and streamlining that you might find in a more consolidated company. So Moses, kind of walk me through what is a marketplace? Um, How does that kind of function you know, what's, what's the advantage to real estate investors or agents or the vendors themselves? Sure. I, I think the biggest advantage is in creating efficiency for whoever it touches. So rather than one individual having to go to 12 or 20 different places to get the services they need for a transaction, so whether that's a realtor, a homeowner, an investor, doesn't matter who, if you need a bunch of services around a real estate transaction, Going to one place instead of making 12 calls or setting 12 appointments or wondering if somebody's going to get back with you, if they can even do it on time, just makes it a little simpler, a little easier, makes real estate a little better. Moses, as you know, I run investment funds and we do, you know, we utilize a lot of different prop tech. We also have a lot of services that we use that seem kind of similar to things you're describing. So if we have a new property, we like to have professional photos made. Sure. You'd like to have a, a Matterport, which is, that you know, but for those out there, it's a kind of a walkthrough tour, like a 3D virtual tour. It's really cool. We like to have those. They're great for people from out of town. Um, what we have found is there are so many people moving to Greenville that we really get an edge having the Matterport walkthroughs, professional photos. We also do floor plans. So yeah. these little overhead 3D floor plans. Uh, square footage measuring is important because people that are moving from a long distance, they may not go in the property and they've got furniture and they want to know, does my furniture fit in this new house? Yeah. Um, so, you know, as a fund manager or to other fund managers as well, kind of how can North 7th uh, work for us? Well, in terms of deploying any of those services it would make any of that easier. And in the Greenville area, like we started into the technology development by first launching a local service company in the upstate of South Carolina, where we kind of beta test uh, what it looks like to connect all these services. 
So if your fund needs photos, floor plans, video, Matterport, um, measurements, entry into the MLS, like all those things, you could either hire five people or you log into one website and create an order. Think like an Amazon shopping cart where you just stack all those things you need, punch a button, off you go. Wow. Yeah. And I think at a large scale uh, for a company like mine, you could you know, have an employee who maybe that takes up a lot of their time. Mm-hmm. And then if they can do what you just said, saves a lot of time, a lot of scheduling, et cetera, and they can be working on higher value tasks too. So even from a, yep. you know, internal operations perspective, that's really great for what we do. Yeah. One of the key problems that I saw as a real estate coach, I used to coach agents around the country and they would always hit a level where they needed to hire out services. So for like a, an up and coming agent, maybe they're doing like 15 to 20 deals um, I'm sure the same thing would happen with an investor at some level mm-hmm. is you get to a place where you got to hire somebody to manage all this rigmarole that has to happen, but it's not really what the realtor wants to be doing or the fund manager right. or the investor. You want to be finding the next property, doing the next deal. So you hire somebody to do it, but you know, that's a pretty significant cost to just wrangle all your vendors. And that's one of the primary things they do. So if instead just have a piece of software that can coordinate all those schedules for you, mm-hmm. Queue them up, find the local vendors, give you vetted reviews for them. It's a lot easier. Replaces an entire hire conceivably or better yet, maybe focuses them on something else. Yeah. That's even better. I know as a real estate investor, uh, before I started doing the funds and I was you know, doing it solely on my own, the most important thing was finding properties. And so you know, anything that took my time away from that, I wanted to try to outsource. So- I could continue to buy properties because that was really the goal and my highest value task that I could do. Uh, so yeah, I can see how it'd be great even for individual investors. If I could yeah. piggyback on that, there's a um, there's a fun thing that we're doing. There's an interesting part of real estate that a lot of it is is stymied in kind of yesteryear's systems, and and in some ways they work great, or MLS systems, or realtor associations, and all kinds of things, but. Honestly, not many people just think they're the bee's knees, right? Everybody has some kind of a challenge with those sorts of organizations. And one of the things they do is they keep people from actually um, pre-marketing property or like staging a grand opening of a property because they have really specific rules that protect Mm -hmm. the real estate community. So one of our hopes and one of the things we're implementing here in the upstate already is that because North 7th isn't a realtor, right? Um, we actually publish a list of the photography and the, the work that we do, if the realtors allow it, of upcoming property. So like right now, does anybody have any problems finding real estate right now? Yeah, I think everyone does. Bit of a dearth of real estate, right? It is. So on the North 7th email list, we actually send out the the custom websites we make for all the properties. Oh, wow when they're shot or within a few days of being shot. So it's like a, a bead. So you got a pulse on all the property coming to market. Wow. Um, even before the MLS knows about it. That's awesome. pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, that for a buyer's agent, that's huge right now because yeah. it hits the MLS, you know, multiple offer scenario. That's great. You know, one problem that we have is, you know, if we buy an apartment complex and there's say 250 units, um, maybe there's seven floor plans. So we need a photographer to shoot seven different places, um, Matterport, all those things I listed before. 
the problem we run into is we've got someone we like and then we're like, hey, we need this done. And they're three weeks out or four weeks out or, you know, we try to schedule them three weeks out and it kind of falls apart before we get it done. Uh, can North 7th help with that kind of issue too? Absolutely. So one of the things in the local business and then eventually in the national scale for the technology. So like locally, we I was frustrated always as a broker that inevitably some week of the year or five or 10 weeks of the year, like my photographer or my service provider, I mean, it gets busy certain times of the year, right? Yeah. And suddenly they can't do the shoot when I need it or they can't do three shoots because it took three listings that weekend. Um, so one of the things we set up to solve even locally was that that kind of scale is the business owner's problem. It's, it's, it's great for a photographer. They're booked out three weeks, but it really sucks for a realtor. Right. right. So we're not a mom and pop business. Like we're built to scales. We have employees, we have contractors to be able to flex with the seasons and we have consistent processes to take the work that's done in the field, even by different individuals to make sure it looks precise and good uh, coming yeah. up back in. Um, and I'd, I'd challenge anybody, take a look at our Instagram. You, you would never be able to tell that it's shot by seven to 10 different people. Wow. So as you know, I'm a part owner of a real estate brokerage myself. Um, what, what are some really good ways that as a brokerage owner, um, as a BIC, or even as just someone who manages a team, what are some good ways to implement something like North seventh, what are some of the advantages? And, you know, you've kind of talked about the individual agent level, but yeah. why don't you flesh that out a little bit more too? Cause I think that's something a lot of people miss is they think, you know, the more I work, the more successful I'll be not necessarily untrue, but I think people mistake uh, busyness for value work. And if they can outsource things, uh, they can be more successful, impact more people. So Sorry, that was like a 97 sentence question, but you know, <laughs> how does this work for brokers and how can this work for agents? Um, well, I mean, brokers and agents are symbiotic, right? So like the, the brokerage as a whole moving forward, everybody moves, rises together. Yeah. Um, we've come alongside a couple, well, more than a couple now, but several local brokerages um, to provide a... I guess you might call it like a suite of services. Yeah. So like a broker determines that there's an agent who's like hitting a ceiling. We provide services that allow that agent to focus on what they're really good at. Great. So rather than going out and measuring houses, rather than data entering it into the MLS, rather than learning how to shoot with a DSLR, they can focus on selling stuff and we can take everything else off of them. Gotcha. That's awesome. When it comes to like a national scale, for North 7th's platform, I talked about the local component, but one of the drives of why we're scaling into a national marketplace is that it provides infinite availability for anybody because there's little reason why a vendor wouldn't want to be on the platform. And never again would a realtor have to look and text a photographer or videographer and wonder whether they're going to be able to provide the service that they want to for their listing client. They can log into one place and see the availability, see the reviews, see the portfolios, and select what they need without some of the mystery, without the connect, without the um, the difficulties around that, or the uncertainty of whether it can be done. And infinite availability isn't really possible unless we leverage the entire industry, yeah. which is what's really fun about a marketplace. That is awesome. 
So one thing that I've been really interested in is just, you know, prop tech in general or property technology in general. Uh, the more I get involved in real estate, the more important I realize it is. It's already done a lot to help our investors get higher returns, to free some of my time and our internal team's time so that we can find new and better investments instead of you know, working on smaller tasks that technology can automate. I go to these conferences and you, know, you see like 100 different prop tech companies. Why don't you give us an overview of kind of what's happened in property technology, maybe the last five years and where it looks like we're going in the next five or 10 years? Sure. Um, my partner and I talk about this a lot in terms of where, what PropTech does and where it's going. And one of our perhaps humorous analogies is that PropTech is becoming like a bionic realtor <laughs> um, where for a long time, realtors have been the center of the transaction. Right. But as there's a lot of industry pressure that's compressing um, commission structures for brokerages and agents, things are getting more efficient. You're seeing agents do thousands of transactions with large teams now where like one of the top coaches that I worked under, um, Tony DeCello, he only did a few hundred back in the 90s and was a top agent in the country. Wow. So as property technology makes things more efficient, it creates different sorts of business opportunities for different people. So whether a fund manager or a realtor, whomever, you can do more transactions, you can drive the economy forward, doing more real estate, more efficient, more efficiently. Mm -hmm. PropTech is, is anything. It's, it's kind of a new right. startup field in some ways um, in terms of people starting to focus on innovating the real estate industry, which is lagged behind other industries. Yes, it has. Yeah, I think one of the unique things about PropTech and property technology is just, you know, it's real estate. And you know, in real estate, there's something called specific performance, which means, you know, basically each piece of property is unique. And if you don't deliver that property, there's not a replacement for that property because every single one is different. And, you know, not to get too technical, but specific performance means, hey, you have to do what you said you're going to do, sell this property. Um, it's one of the you know key things about real estate that makes it so such a great investment um, is that everything's a little different. You know, you can carve out your niche figure those out with different properties and, and be successful. Um, so I think, at least from what I've seen, one of the reasons PropTech has lagged behind is because of the, all the uniqueness. You can't, make, you can't make a door lock that fits every door, you know, where in FinTech, you know, you can make something that works in banking systems because they're already regulated and have kind of a flow and they're already technology, but you're dealing with, you know, hard physical assets in the real world individual people uh, when it comes to real estate. How is PropTech kind of overcoming that um, in the past few years? And what kind of what does it look like in the future, do you think, once we get that uniqueness figured out? Yeah, I mean, the uniqueness is is a really, really big deal. Um, kids, before there were NFTs, there were other things that were unique, like real <laughs> estate. Right? And that causes it to have a particular value. So property, because it's unique, always is going to have a um, some industries will call it a last mile problem. Like it costs more for Amazon to get the box the last mile to your house than it does to move it across the country. Right. So like, how do you deploy technology in a way that has to go to every unique parcel of property all around the country or all around the world? Yeah. 
And it's a unique challenge as one that North 7th is uniquely attempting to answer. And we think that that's answered with a combination of technology and local services. Mm. Not in a way yeah, that we control it, yeah. um, but in a way that we kind of decentralize it and empower the business owners all around the country. Yeah. And we make it simpler for the realtors to utilize the services, the homeowners, yeah, the REIT fund the REIT, managers, yeah. whoever it is. Exactly. That's a great example because... I mean, I love, I love what you said, you know, you're partnering with the local people. I think that has the potential to make a huge impact because that last mile thing, you know, the, the uniqueness aspect, individuals can handle uniqueness pretty well. Yep. So if you're able to partner with them and they can do that last mile thing, they can overcome the unique aspects of the transaction or that particular piece of real estate. I mean, mm-hmm. that's massive. Yeah, like the the bionic realtor or the bionic homeowner, mm-hmm. like that's what PropTech is doing. It's coming around the individual who needs the services and giving them superpowers to be yeah. able to do more. Got it. Um, and that's we think that's pretty fun. We think that creates something good in the world. Eventually, the purpose of North 7th, its mission is to make real estate more accessible to everyone. And we believe that's possible through technology, through a whole host of items in our roadmap. But right now, I mean, try as we might, legislate as we might, there is uh, perhaps a sad truth that real estate is mostly owned, almost entirely middle and upper class America, right? Mm -hmm. And it is consolidated in different ways that many people never have the opportunity to pursue the American dream. But as things get less centralized, become more accessible, become released from behind walls where they can't be accessed as easily, right. that bionic realtor idea can be applied to more and more people, empowering homeownership to be able to sell their house as they choose, yeah. empowering realtors to sell more. However the economy shakes out, we want people to be able to do it easier and better. Gotcha. Way I've already seen PropTech helped me, you know, get from where I was uh, just working a boring nine to five job to where I am now managing real estate funds was Zillow and Trulia and those kind of companies because before the real estate agent was the gatekeeper of the information. The yeah. For those who don't know, there's something called the MLS, which is where when properties go on market, they're going on the MLS. And the MLS at before now was highly... Uh, guarded. It was like in printout notebooks that had to be kept in the offices. And if one real estate agent didn't pay their dues, you know, the MLS or whoever's running it would not send any more information. So they had one person that they thought might get that information who wasn't paying dues. They would restrict an entire office just in case that one person could get it. So it was highly guarded. So what that meant for the investor or someone like me is if I wanted to invest in real estate, I had to go through a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. I had to pay commissions. And there's a pretty good chance that me as a 23-year-old wouldn't be able to get in with someone who's good at investment properties because they've probably got someone who's really experienced that they're pitching everything to first. So I might get the leftovers. But with Zillow, you know, for sale by owner, things like that, where I've bought a lot of properties, Facebook Marketplace, those kind of things. So, um, you know, I've seen uh, relevant to what you're saying that the big guys may have, you know, 10 years ago may have boxed me out and I wouldn't be where I am. But because of prop technology, it's allowed people like yeah. me or really anyone to 
to be able to get more involved. Yeah, and Zillow and other um, portals like that, that's really, it's just the beginning. Those are kind of the OG mm-hmm. prop tech, if you will. They're taking the MLS and they're syndicating out the photos and the description. But they don't actually functionally change hardly anything about the real estate transaction. Right. Because the primary way those companies monetize is they actually just take that and they resell the user's data back to the realtor in order to make money. And then they hand you to a realtor. And still, I think 92% of the country still buys a home through a realtor, whether they like it or not. Yeah. Now, I was a realtor for years. I actually believe that they're, if they're good realtors, they're great. They guard and they protect. They're fiduciaries in the transaction. They protect people from being taken advantage of. Absolutely. But there's a lot of people who would maybe rather not use a realtor, would rather it not necessarily be sequestered by behind walls. Yeah. Maybe they want to use a realtor on one transaction, but not another. And our current ecosystem, that's still really dang hard to do. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't think that's an economic challenge, like BEA statistics and NAR data from last year is there's about $32,000 spent around the average real estate transaction in the United States. Wow. That is an industry that doesn't, doesn't have a lot of innovation that's reducing that through efficiencies. Yeah. That's, um, I think there's definitely some protectionism in the mm-hmm. industry and, you know, I'm a real estate agent myself, you know, and I own a brokerage. Same. So, yeah, <laughs> right. So just being like totally honest things I see, um, when someone has their house listed for sale by owner, yeah. I usually think in my head, these people are so smart that they're stupid. You know, they're going to try so hard to save yep. real estate commissions that they're going to sell it for less. They're going to make less money because it's not going to get out there. The problem is real estate agents won't take their clients to for sale by owner homes. They have Sometimes kind of, true. you know, they're, they're not supposed to collude, but there's kind of this unwritten rule that, Hey, don't, you know, don't take your client to a for sale by owner, even if they're saying they're paying commissions because they're operating outside of our world. We're losing control. Um, and they also, you know, it's also illegal to collude on, uh, on fees, but, Seems almost everyone has the same There's fees. A really specific fee that seems to be most places in the country, isn't there? Yeah. And it's, you know, on residential real estate, it's 6%. On typical land, it's 10%. On strip centers, it's 4%. On single tenant assets, it's 3%. And I'm talking, you know, national. So there is a lot of protectionism uh, going on there where they're kind of trying to keep people out of that. So, you know, saying that someone, hey, they want to do for sale by owner, they're going to make less money. It's not really that person's fault, you know, they, you know, technically if they want to do the work, you know, they should be able to make more money, but they're being boxed out of the market. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, there's a, kind of what you're talking about, still some issues that we're seeing. So. I would hundred percent agree. I mean, I believe in what realtors do. I believe in what I've done Absolutely. for years and I don't think it should be a forced march to the sea. Like if right. you want a realtor, you should be able to use a realtor and statistically you'll make more money. But if you don't, you want to do the work, you want to go get licensed, you want to study the law, you want to protect yourself, it's freaking America. You should be able to do that too. Yeah. And I, as a realtor, should be able to compete fairly. And I I think that's one of the cool things that PropTech is doing and will do as it continues is, like you said, and I would completely agree with you, like a for sale by owner, sometimes I, I wonder if they're being so smart to save a little money that... Who knows? They don't 
necessarily, they're not an expert in pricing their home. Did right. they leave $30,000 on the table? They will never know. Yeah. Right? Or did they get it, did they get it out in front of enough people? Yeah. That's a big thing. Well, it's true. So whether you're picking the wrong price or just not getting it to the right buyer. Yeah. But imagine a world where technology actually allowed that person, not the, not the Zestimate nonsense. But, <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to say but that. real technology that could actually create values for homes that are precise enough to work. Yeah. Like that would change the real estate game. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be something realtors are afraid of. It doesn't have to be something that everybody's like, it should operate like any industry and pivot through that innovation and make things better for everybody.